Welcome to the sweetest little life where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hansen, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach. And I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. As mothers, how often have you just felt lost, alone, empty? It's so common and a lot of times it's not talked about. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be this perfect woman, to look perfect, to act perfect, to raise the perfect children. And reality is none of us are perfect and we're all on a journey. And so oftentimes we lose ourselves in that journey and we keep chasing the woman that we were instead of honoring that woman and realizing that we get to reinvent ourselves on a completely more powerful level than ever before. Motherhood releases a love that is so, so empowering for women. And today we get to talk with expert Megan, who has invented a site all for yoga, a tribe, enlightenment, talking about finding that power in motherhood and reclaiming yourself You are going to be so excited when you hear all of her tips. She is absolutely a ray of light, and I am so honored to have her on the show today. Megan, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what you do, all the things? Yes. So my name is Megan. I am on the East Coast. I live in New Jersey with my husband and my two boys who are five and two. And I am the co-owner of Enlightenhood, which is an online membership community for mindful and spiritual mamas. We have weekly yoga classes that I teach. Um, I'm a registered 500-hour yoga teacher, and I have just about every training you can think of. I call myself a lifelong student, um, and I really just, yeah, so passionate about yoga. And every time I find something new that I can study, I really like to dive into it. Um, And so also on Enlightenhood, we have monthly circles and events and workshops and within our platform, different articles and groups where we really just want moms to have a place where they can share their own journey, you know, pick up some tips and tricks to help their journey and really just have a place where they can be as mindful or as spiritual as woo woo as they feel like they want to be in a safe space. And just activities where we can, and events where we can just gather together and be as women together, just going through a similar journey. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's what I, I do. I love that. That is so powerful. <laughs> and so many moms, I think that's one of their holdups is they can't leave the house or they can't go anywhere. So the fact it's online is amazing. Yes. And so it's interesting because we started a little over a year ago, last September, I joined my business partner, Lena, who had started, she started Enlightenhood a couple months before I came on. And we always knew we wanted it to be an online membership kind of site, because for moms in general, 
it was especially for spiritual moms, there's so much pressure and just like expectations on how fast you go in your journey and what you know and the things you learn at these beautiful retreats and are these workshops and these classes. And as a mom, I felt like I was missing out on a lot of those and, you know, not getting to take yoga classes that I really wanted to take and just kind of doing it all on my own. And so we really wanted it to be this virtual group where we could connect together. And then, you know, six months ago, when the pandemic started, we were like, oh, this is so much more necessary. Because now, even women who had such a great support system where they were able to do those things, we've lost a lot of those, those like venues where we can do things and we can practice and move our bodies and connect with each other. And so we're finding this really beautiful connection online with women all around the world. Oh, that's so amazing. And I also love that you use the word woo woo, because I say that all the time to people. <laughs> it feels like a really easy way to like take the pressure off of them thinking we're just like totally out there. Cause I'm like, I get it. We're totally woo woo. And they're like, yes, you are. They're like, <laughs> I relate. <laughs> it's so, so funny. It just feels so right. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, I am woo woo. <laughs> like I'll take full responsibility for that. Yeah, and I'm like and when you become a little woo-woo you know who to come to (laughs) yes exactly okay so I have so many questions for you I'm so excited when you reached out I was like over the moon because I feel like a lot of women feel as mothers in general like it's so easy to lose yourself in being a mom and not you know you you take on that role of mom wife cleaner cook you know Mm -hmm. like you kind of lose yourself and for me I know on my spiritual journey and starting yoga and things like that, I really found out who I was, like not even who I used to be, mm-hmm. but the woman that I wanted to be and got to create that person. And it made me a better mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to know the details on like how you connect motherhood to yoga and what does that look like for you? Yes. So within Enlightenhood, we talk about connecting with this frequency and this energy within us, which we call the divine mother frequency. Like when you go into the divine feminine or women in spirituality and women focusing on empowerment, there's so many incredible books. Like, I don't know if you've read Mary Magdalene Revealed or the Sophia Code, Women Who Run With the Wolves. Like there's so many incredible books. And then it almost stops at motherhood. There's that, like, as a woman, you're incredibly powerful, but as a mom, you're a mom. And so it almost felt to me like, no, the next step is so much bigger. That motherhood experience, that energy that awakens when you become a mother, you know, no matter what that looks like, it's not a natural birth at home in the water tub that makes that happen. It's just being a mother to another human. And that love and that power and that force within you just, it's so powerful, but it needs nurtured because unfortunately, and I'll try not to go on a patriarchal system rant because I've been known to do that from time to time. You are good. This is a free space. (laughs) But just the way our society is set up right now, you know, moms aren't supported and we've lost a lot of the village that our ancestors had. And in the past, not only women, but mothers were honored and revered and trusted and really supported because when you become a mom and you can tap into that power that you feel and, you know, we're the 
backbone of our families. We support just naturally as a mom, you just start supporting everyone around you almost to the point of becoming sacrificial to your own expense. And we, we can preach self care as much as you want and Oh, take care of yourself. Are you sleeping when the baby's sleeping? And you know, all of those things. And it's like, if you're not spiritually nurturing yourself, you're just going to deplete yourself over time. We, we have these societal pressures of just being perfect and being this, you know, if we do revere moms, it's like the perfect mom, right? Mm-hmm. Like the mom who gets it all done, the Pinterest mom or, or the mom who somehow manages to do it all. And, you know, what about just real life and, and a real spiritual practice that acknowledges those shifts and acknowledges what that power feels like and the fact that it can be kind of scary at first because you're, you know, you're a mom and you're feeling this love, but your, your hormones and your body, you know, everything changes. And, and for me, when I, I really tapped into that spiritualness of femininity for the first time when I was pregnant with my son, because I had never really physically connected with the spiritual practice before, like movement, physical wellness in any way to me was about being physically healthy or, you know, taking a class for fun with my girlfriends training. I'm a big runner. So like training for a race or something like that. And prenatal yoga was the first time that I ever really slowed down enough to think about my body as an addition to my mindful routine. Mm -hmm. And it's so important. And, but I think, you know, I'm, I'm a registered 300 hour yoga teacher. So I still fully believe in vinyasa and Ashtanga yoga and power yoga. Yin yoga. Like, I love every type of yoga, but I think that as moms, we need more, almost more understanding and more support from our physical practice because yoga can be this treat. It can be this beautiful practice and a really great way to connect to our bodies as a woman and a mother. And when I feel really connected, I feel within that practice where I'm specifically as a woman who feels powerful as a mother, as this new person, and not as, you know, get your body back after baby or, or do these things so you can be a better mom. Like those are just maybe benefits that you get, but if you don't, it's, the benefit for you, you know, like just what we get from a yoga practice or a movement practice or breath work practice. Like for me in, in enlightenment, we do, I think spirituality can touch on anything. It doesn't have to be movement, but for me personally, I need movement. I like that connection. And when I can bring that connection into a spiritual way, it's, it's just taken my practice above and beyond anything I ever expected. Yes. And I think that that's where like, when people really struggle with mindfulness, I have a ton of people that always come to me with questions about it. And it's like, when you are able to connect that focus to your mind and your breathing and truly get just centered in that balance, it's like a whole new level of mindfulness. And it's like, things start to just come easier Mm -hmm. in life in general, when you get that spiritual awakening and you, 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 but it's like a combination of all these things, which Mm -hmm. I think is so powerful I can, I can so relate to everything you're saying. I had postpartum really bad with my youngest. Mm-hmm. And I swear yoga is one of the things that truly is made me just feel okay. Because my gosh, I feel like the perfect mom is something that's so upheld. And you know, you have the Karens and whatever everyone talks about. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Like there's so 
pressure. Like you're not allowed to just be free and do instinctually what our bodies are meant to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when we think about it, it in a yoga way, you know, yoga was designed by men for men. So for a really long time, women weren't even allowed to practice yoga. And by saying that, I would just like to say that I think women were always practicing yoga. It just didn't necessarily look like the vinyasa that maybe that is more popular now. And so we were always doing our own thing that tapped into those instincts because when we can do that, you know, we can tap into that lineage of the women in our families and just the way our bodies are meant to feed our babies and protect our babies and hormonally just help us be here with our children. And I think when we can allow our bodies to move, we can allow our minds to recognize that we can do this outside of our mat and outside of the class. And it begins to just flow in, just like what you said about the mindfulness, when you can just take a little bit of time, it just slowly begins to creep out into the rest of your life. And it's so beautiful. And then I think you kind of get hooked. <laughs> and that's when you and start like- game over. There's no going back. <laughs> Just give up and buy all the crystals. Exactly. Like just- all of, I know. It's so funny. I just bought a huge crystal shelf and my husband's like, we're going to keep them classy, right? And I'm like, yeah, of course we are. <laughs> yes. There's just so many things. And I, it's so beautiful when women can have a space to talk about these things and to share with each other. Because I, I especially in my partner in business, Lena talks about it so well, like the just wait till parents that I'll oh, just wait till your kids do this. Oh, you think it's good now? Just wait. Or, you know, like, oh, your kids are sleeping now. Oh, they'll stop sleeping. Or like, it's always just like that little bit of fear. And I'm not by any means saying I enjoy every moment of parenting. I have two incredibly wild children. Like <laughs> They are just wild. But when you can feel meshed as yourself as a mom and as a woman and you can be this whole person that's just good with where you are right now not trying to be the perfect mom not trying to mourn the woman you were before you had your kids because that's just a whole other shift that is almost like another tangent I could probably go on forever but you know it's like we have these kids and we step into this mom role and we've left behind this other woman. And a big part of, of this divine mother frequency that I try to connect with in my yoga practice is just about honoring that pre-woman, that pre-baby woman and meshing her with this mom woman. Because like what you said earlier, we're not just a mom. We're a mother and a woman. We're a person and a sister and a wife and all of these things that make us who we are. And if we're not honoring all of that, we're just pushing it down. And just, you know, living in the shadows of, of our roles as mothers. Yes. Oh, my God. I love that. that I was, so I just got done actually reading Glennon Doyle's new book. Have you read it? Untamed. Oh, yes. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Be the cheetah. I Okay. So <laughs> I just love when she is talking about it. I, I connected with what you just said with this is that when she goes in to talk about, you know, there's this push that when we have kids, it's like, 
basically the old you dies. Like it's done. It's over. Yeah. Like you can't be free. You have to give up your life. You can't be happy. You live for your kids. And like, that's not what it's meant for. And somewhere mm-hmm. along the way, like you were talking about with the lineage, like that got lost. Like we're supposed to mm-hmm. teach our children to, you know, be the damn cheetah. And I just thought, yes. I was like, man, mm-hmm. when I read that, it just hit me. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a cheetah. <laughs> she writes like, I mean, I feel like jumping off the couch and I'm just like yelling at my Kindle. Like the entire time I read, I'm just like, yes, this is, her words are so powerful. And it's just because I think, you know, we just see ourselves in her stories because she's just telling the truth of what a woman and a mother is being in 2020 is like. She's just so raw and honest. It's, it's so incredible. Her books are amazing. Yeah. So everything you just said reminded me of it. I want to like jump off my bed and be like, yes. <laughs> and that's like when you can recognize that feeling. I think so many women and so many moms feel like maybe they're the only ones that feel like this and, and that it's a negative thing because of all the society pressures and all of the, and even if we take society out of it, we do it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we have the support system, even if we have the village, it's so easy to still crave the perfection and crave the desire to be the best. And maybe that's, I'm a Gemini. And so I'm also very competitive. So motherhood was just another way for me to have to be good at something again. And and so when I had postpartum anxiety, it took a long time to admit that. And so many women have said that, you know, it felt like failure as a mother and it's not, it's not our bodies failing us. It's not our minds failing us. It's just, it's naturally something that hormonally happens to some women. And it's, not accepted enough and not talked about enough where we can let go of that perfection. Yes. Oh, and I I love that you said that the, even if we have a tribe and we have family and we have help, it doesn't sometimes make a difference no matter, you know, where you are mentally, it truly Mm -hmm. is, you know, just what we tell ourselves and what we feed ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I have to know if you Mm -hmm. are giving advice to a mom that is feeling like that on how to just get in to that divine motherhood state and just reclaim that power as a woman and how powerful that is and shifting completely to the next step of that. What are a few tips that you would give or that enlightenment does to help with that journey and transition? Oh, yes. So I think the first thing I would say is just trying to reconnect with ourselves. I, of course, being like a little bit more of a physical person, I go movement first, but it's also just about connecting to our cycles as women. Maybe it's working with your menstrual cycle. Maybe it's just observing how you feel throughout a month. Are there points where you feel depleted energetically? Are there points where you feel really good? And if you track those and start to notice over a couple months of when you feel that way, and you can kind of sync yourself up to that and just know what's happening within your body, that helps a lot of that kind of funk of motherhood and that kind of tiredness and a little bit of the almost like not having a home in your body. And that is what a lot of postpartum felt like to me. Like I just didn't feel comfortable emotionally, physically, or spiritually in my body. Mm -hmm. And when I started to track it and just notice how I felt on all the scales, if my emotions were this way, if my body felt this way, I started to notice these patterns. And so I think 
first, just tracking yourself and your emotions and your body can be a beautiful way to reconnect to yourself. And I think just finding a practice that works for you as a woman and what incorporates something that works for your body, your mind, and your spirit to be nourished. And I'm a little um, biased towards the yoga class that I offer because I think it's important (laughs) because, you know, an Ashtanga yoga practice or a power yoga practice, the endorphins from that are, of course, incredible. And those poses are chosen to help move your body in ways that are beneficial as a woman, but 30 days a month, that practice isn't beneficial to you. So when you can start tracking your body and maybe when you need a, like a restorative practice or when you need a deep yin practice just to release. And then when you're feeling like, hell yeah, I want to do this power class or I want to have more movement, just incorporating a practice that listens to yourself instead of what anyone's telling you to do. I think that's most important, just returning the power to yourself in small ways. And I think physically, that's a it's a nice first step to do that. And then it trickles into the rest of your life. Oh, yes. I just just listened to a podcast and it was um, a girl who actually is a expert in that's all she does is talk about periods and our, our menstrual cycle mm-hmm. and how that affects us. And it was so fascinating to listen to. So she took it from a business standpoint for like mom bosses. And it was, you know, mm-hmm. like when to like document when you look prettier document when you're feeling like talking and socializing. Cause I mean, keeping mm-hmm. it real, like there's times we want to tell people to fuck off and we want to just be by ourselves mm-hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. it's usually around the same time every month. And I feel like when we're able to like truly identify with that, like you're talking about, we get to like operate at truly our highest potential because we are so aware of where we're at, where we're coming to, what we can bring. Because like you were saying, like some days I used to get mad at myself if I'm like, oh, I didn't work out today or I didn't do this today. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Like we're allowed to allow mm-hmm. ourselves to like do what feels good. And somewhere along the line, like that got lost. And I just, I get, I want to jump up again and start clapping. Like <laughs> we need sound effects yeah. in this podcast. Like it's just mm-hmm. amazing what you're doing and it's just so empowering. I love it. I love that you said operate at your highest potential because that's, that's like key. And I think especially for moms, because we don't have a lot of time to not operate at our highest level. Like there's not a lot of time for me to have an off day. Right. <laughs> Just When you have an off day, everybody has an off day. <laughs> so when we can tune in and it, because the work that we do as moms, it is for us and it's so important for us. And I, I always want women to feel like it's for us first, but man, does it trickle into our husbands and our partners and our wives and our kids and our families and our coworkers. I mean, the, the extent of reach that a mom has, it's mind boggling in the, the things that we can change just by changing ourselves. It's incredible. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. So, okay. So we, I know that you said that you are do the 500 hour certification and let's talk about the divine motherhood that you were talking about when we first started. What was that called? The divine mother frequency that can we dive in a little deeper to that? Yes, I would love to. Yes. So the divine mother frequency is 
just that powerful vibrational energy that's awakened in motherhood. And when we can connect to it, and really that just means connecting to yourself, we can really heal so many of the changes that motherhood brings emotionally, physically, spiritually. And what that frequency is, is just connecting, you know, just like you said, connecting to your highest self, your highest vibrational self, that like peak operating, just feeling the best you can be. And when we can tap into that divine mother within us, we can find not only empowerment in our motherhood story, we can release guilt or shame around motherhood, whether that's being a stay-at-home mom and feeling guilty about it, being a working mom and feeling guilty about it, just not doing the right thing, the motherhood camps and the questions, you know, all of the stuff that moms are like, yeah, 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 we know. Like (laughs) we all deal with it all the time. And just releasing a lot of that and stepping into our role as a woman and a mother and discovering self-love, like finding that home for us in our bodies. And when we can do that, when we can embody that divine mother frequency, we can connect to that highest self because we have it available to us. It, it can just completely change our lives, but we've become disconnected from ourselves. We've become disconnected from our bodies, from our hearts, from our natural cycles, from the earth. There's just, we've lost as a society, I think just a little bit of that, that powerful motherhood connection and that sisterhood. And I think the divine mother frequency, when we have all of these mothers who are working towards that same goal, just working towards being the best mother, the best woman, the best self that they can be, that ripple effect that we talked about, it just changes absolutely everything. And I feel really passionate about just helping women see themselves as the divine mother and seeing themselves as, you know, this, this divine being and a mother. And Megan Watterson says it so well in her book, Mary Magdalene Revealed. That's a great and book. It's not, oh my gosh. It's so good. And she, it's just so beautiful because it's, it's not a separation from religion or a separation from, you know, what we might've grown up with. It's just a beautiful addition that comes to us as women. It's, it's not, you know, this, this like hard line between like, I believe this and you believe this. It's just about what you believe that makes you the most divine, beautiful self that you are. And when we find what works for us, and when we talk about the frequency to me, it's about that practice and just about incorporating what brings you to that. And sometimes it's, you know, a beautiful practice of meditation and sound healing and, and crystals with sage and just like everything I yearn to do every day. And sometimes it's five minutes on my mat before the kids wake up. And it's yes. just those little things that we can do as women that empower us. Cause that's, that's all we need really just to believe in ourselves. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I feel a lot of times people get lost or scared off from really taking on that empowerment and getting into spirituality because they're scared that it will go against what they grew up with or go against something. Mm -hmm. And really it's such an independent journey for each person Mm -hmm. to develop and create. And that's, what's so cool about it is it's such, it's your own journey. Like no one's going to tell you how to do it. There's just tips and tricks and things that you can do to really raise your vibration. But that doesn't mean you have to give up what you believe in or change, you know, like, 
And I think that's Mm -hmm. like a huge misconception that people have when they hear that or like they get standoffish on, oh, I really want to do this, but I don't know if it aligns with this. And of course it does. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's your personal practice and what you do with it. And I love Mm -hmm. that you mentioned sound healing because I just recently got into that. I did the sound healing summit and it was all on Zoom, but it was actually like the most incredible thing I've ever been to. And I had my daughter doing chants with me and you want to talk about woo-woo. Like my husband was like, what are you doing? But it was, oh my gosh, I've never felt like so released in my life because right now I'm on a huge healing journey and so I'm kind of digging up and doing a ton of shadow work, which is always a lot of fun. (laughs) Yes. But it was like oh, the release that I felt through that sound healing was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. I find I actually just bought a set of crystal bowls because they had been calling to me. I started going to sound healing sessions long before coronavirus came. And now we can't do them in person. But I'm so excited that you said that they were still good virtually because I've been hesitant because I wasn't sure what it would be like through the computer, but it's, you know, the power of those sound vibrations and just the way you connect with that sound and it moves that energy throughout your body. It's so healing and it's so beautiful because it's such a, I don't want to say passive because it's not passive. When you're listening to those sounds and to the bowls, it's not a passive experience, but you're able to release things that heal you without kind of that like just collapsed on your mat like sobbing kind of healing (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I relate so much to that yes (laughs) like that is necessary and I think the shadow work while it's not maybe the prettiest or the most sexy part of healing it's so necessary but when we can do the sound bowls oh my gosh I love them so much and so I'm learning how to play them I I know nothing but I just knew I had to have them because I I just got one from Mm -hmm. Savannah and I've been Mm -hmm. like messing with it with water and then I put like my amethyst in there I'm like I'm gonna like do this every way I'm sure I'm doing it 20 ways wrong from Sunday but it's still like working for me so yes and that's all that matters and that that's what it is right like that's you know we don't need someone telling us how to do it we just need to let ourselves just figure it out and if someone thinks it sounds like terrible it's not for them it's for you (laughs) right that's like when you're five trying to play the trumpet (laughs) yeah Yeah. your mom's like "Mm, I don't think you're gonna be the trumpet player yeah (laughs) I love it oh yes so if we want to sign up with you where can we go and I'm also gonna have you send me everything and show I can put everything in show notes and links and all that good stuff for everyone because I know I'm signing up I think this is amazing and just to have a tribe especially with the unknowing of really what's going to happen with all this going on yes and it's just a place where we just gather together and support and we're all going through different things and we can help people with what we've been through and we know and we can listen when they share it's it's beautiful and so we welcome every mother out there come join us it's you can find us on our website at www.enlightenhood.com and also on instagram at enlightenhood um, my personal one is at Megan Murray Horowitz and I have the links to 
all of the Enlightenhood stuff. And I'll send you a link with a free trial. So everyone listening can log in and get a two week free trial, connect with us, take a look around and I'm sure you'll love us because it's honestly such a beautiful group of sisters, a beautiful group of women. It's just the support is unlike anything I've ever had in my life as a woman. And so I hope you will all join us. Oh my gosh, Megan. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is so fun to chat with you. So I'm like in such a good mood now. <laughs> me too. It's it's just so nice to connect with like-minded women. Like yeah. I say this like every time I meet a woman, I'm like, yes. But it's like, because we're all feeling these things. And when we can just shout it to the rooftops, it feels so good. Yes. The non-judgment. You're like, you're my person. Mm-hmm. Oh, non-judgment. That's a key. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, Megan. Well, I am going to connect with you soon and I will get all the links from you. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. You are seriously such a light and I cannot wait to connect with you more. (laughs) Thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. I so hope you guys take advantage of Megan's offer for the two-week trial. I know I will be in there, so I hope to see you guys in there. I will put everything on where you can find Miss Megan and how to get the two-week trial and sign up with her on www.thesweetestlittlelife.com under the show notes. Today was absolutely amazing. I had so much fun hanging out with Megan for the last half hour and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and you are walking away just feeling like, yes, because that is what this is all about. We are in this together. I hope you guys have an amazing week and know that you are a beautiful, beautiful soul.